Monday. It's morning. It's my cup. Bum bum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another banger of an episode of Monday Morning Macabre. Um, just Brought to you by Sling and Dingers, a subsidiary of Bono Corp. Bono Corp, uh, Sling and Dingers, uh, previously Slappy Dongers, and uh, we're going to be really... <laughs> Humble beginnings. We used to take this show on the road. We used to go town yeah, to we, town. We used to, go, we used to take the subway into the garden to, uh, to perform, and now we the just scalp get... Hell, yeah. It was a... Uh, <laughs> It was a rough upbringing, <clears throat> but sloppy dongers. We 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 brushed ourselves off. We picked ourselves up. We became slinging dingers, and here we are. Uh, if you never listened to the podcast before, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> You're not welcome. If you have listened, welcome back, babies. Uh, it's a show where me and Scone talk about scoop, spooky stuff, scoopy scoopy stuff, Scooby stuff. Speaking yeah, of, let's talk about spoons today. All right, spoons. Sport <laughs> next week. Ladles. <laughs> We're gonna go through all the utensils, all the scoopy stuff. <laughs> yeah, any scoopy stuff. Uh, any like hot news items? Uh, if we oh, get the scoop, that kind of scoop. <laughs> well, no, it could be. I mean, I'm, I'm just any kind of scoop. I'm so like I have so much post nasal drip. It's driving me crazy. Hell yeah, dude, got that drip. Yo, if anyone wants to get me one of them neti pods, though. You're like an NBA player walking in. Yeah, I'm like an NBA player. I have my mas- my master's degree in business. Dude, I heard. So I was listening to a sports podcast. I don't remember what it was. All right. But... Jock, jock alert. Hey, everybody, jock yeah, alert. No big deal. I have a Red Sox hat. Scones um... records every single episode <laughs> in a cutoff tee with a deep but armpit. They're talking about fascinating thing to think about. You know how like NBA players or NFL players or pretty much anyone but hockey walks in with like crazy like suits and like yeah, yeah, yeah. very loud colors and stuff. Yeah. And they were talking about how some people, if they lose, they'll bring like they'll just go home in the sweats. They won't change back into the loud, outrageous <laughs> colors. And I thought that was so funny. They're just so sad. Yeah, like they're just like I don't deserve to wear this fucking sick. I can't wear my br- yeah bright green and orange with bright a feather green, in my overalls. like tux, like <laughs> cap. Yeah, well, we that's there you go. <laughs> we learned something about professional athletes. Anyway, yeah, Scones, nice. How was your Wouldn't week, baby? It be nice. My week, um, pretty good. Did a lot of hiking. Ooh. Uh. I like winter hiking because I'm a sweaty boy. He's a sweaty boy and he wears a fur coat. Climbs then, a mountain uh, in the snow. Golly, Mr. Darcy. I think that's about it. Well, thank you for informing me, Mr. How was your boy. week? My week was dope. I got fired from my job. Now I'm looking <laughs> for a job. Everybody fucking calm down. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, true story. So Earwolf. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll check I'm, the, let me check the our email live to see. If I'm Earwolf taking a step back towards back sloppy out. dongers or slinging dingers <laughs> right now, but you know it's I'm uh I I have a degree, and what a smile. So I'm not Let's I'm not too worried about. It. I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm taking like a vacation. You know, just a vacation. Maybe never get a job again. Vacation. The thing that sucks for me. Is you might have seen on the news or heard in the headlines that every major tech company has let go of literally 
tens of thousands of employees. So every single tech bubble pop. Did well, every pop single job. What's the, what's the reason? Is it because of the eggs? Uh, yeah. So it turns out that they everyone found out that their grandparents like, uh, you know, went to work uphill both ways, and they're <laughs> so. <laughs> Bill Gates really uh, likes omelets. Yeah. So that caused a huge tech bust. But uh, that Dude. means that like every I literally what about the bootstraps. See, Who's pulling them up? I see application like I see job openings. And LinkedIn was like, hey, do you want a free month of premium because you're fucked? And I was like, sure, LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, so it tells you, like, how many people apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's part of my seat. It's on my resume <laughs> is I just swear a lot. Really jump out at you. I'm making it memorable. Hey, you fucking idiot. Hey, hey, you want hey, a great candidate? Beer manager, <laughs> a.k.a. dumbass. It's me. Uh, so yeah, it tells <laughs> you how many boss read it. He's like the most passionate thing I've ever read. <laughs> this guy really <laughs> this knows guy how to... in here. <laughs> this guy's a good copier. Copier. Uh, so the LinkedIn LinkedIn tells you how many people apply like for the job. And literally yesterday yeah. it was like this job's been or this you know job has been on the on LinkedIn for like five hours. There was 140 applicants. And I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Like, yeah. In my field, it's a uh, very similar. <clears throat> application to job ratio so so i've been taking like sweet gifs of me doing like the dougie and i attach them instead of a resume i feel like you'll be able to definitely at least get a job like not at a tech company but at a company that needs a dev do you know what i'm talking do you know yeah i'm gonna be a walmart greeter is that you hell yeah dude (laughs) yeah yeah it's an experienced dev yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm like you develop experiences that come in the i'm just gonna stand there with stickers and just pretend to type on a keyboard and be like console.log welcome to walmart and then i put a sticker (laughs) on them and everyone's like oh that's why he's here he's he's got something going on up there they're doing like a geek squad type campaign yeah it's basically (laughs) like the the bad guy in grandma's boy uh, except (laughs) i'm a walmart greeter all black yeah I'm like system dot out dot print welcome, and everyone's like, oh god. Walmart, like their old commercials with the smiley face that would run around, yeah, like, whacking prices. Yep, and then Wanted Dude, came that. out, and they're like, nope, not Wanted. Uh, You're thinking of mis- Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen. I almost Watchmen. said Mystery Men. No Watchmen. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like this. It's Mrs. like the Cl- serious mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ben Stiller was great in both. Uh, <laughs> No, Watchman came out, and then Walmart was like, "Yo, we we got a abandoned ship on this one, boys." Does Walmart own the smiley face? How did they get? Did they have to? Yeah, actually, every time you use the emoji, they make a nickel. It's crazy. Because isn't the smiley face like a copyrighted symbol? Um, probably. Well, yeah, because there was that like, wasn't it like uh, on just on T-shirts for like the entirety of the '90s? Like everyone had a black T-shirt with a yellow smiley on it. Probably. Like it was given to you. (laughs) <laughs> by the government as like a standard issue uniform i feel like that's something someone in my school would award the same people with like cookie monster hats do you yeah, know yeah, about? yeah the sponge <laughs> like the ghetto spongebob t-shirts oh like with the like that was like yeah where they have like grills and, and like yeah 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 exactly <laughs> it's like taz in a basketball <laughs> uniform <laughs> what happened to those those were the best dude. i don't know dude those were such a specific area of time. a lost piece yeah. of culture that i'm only, looking like, Archaeologists oh, are gonna find someday. Like Martin the Martian, just like with like drip 
out the wazoo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what? Taz and Martin were yeah, yeah. like, not main characters <laughs> no, in that but, cartoon. Really but they would have like big cigars and like chains yes. and like iced out. It's sick. Yes. Yep. That and but like why the, those two? I don't know. But do you remember the middle school mustache era, where everything was like a mustache accessory yes. that people would have? <laughs> Yep, and in high school for me, it or what I noticed, it was then bacon. Everything was yeah, bacon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything, yeah, everything was Newberry like, fucking comics. God, dude, dude you're gonna you're gonna find a New bacon England, with a mustache, bacon, and yeah. it's just gonna be like game over. That's a Massachusetts staple. I don't know how far out Newberry. I comics think it reaches. was. Oh, that's true. Newberry comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, go. Yeah. I don't know. You're bacon you're uh, same. Spencer's probably has right. bacon everywhere. Shit. Yeah, man. I don't know how far in what are we at? We're at eight minutes and thirty seconds, but it's Yeah, but core memories are flowing, dude. Hell like yeah. Dude. Like tapped like a tree and the syrup's coming out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you need a podcaster slash sometimes developer, hit me up. You know? <laughs> That's Let me where know. We started. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. We started with me losing my job. <laughs> um I think does that prove we're glass half full guys? We eventually got to sweet shirts and do very comics. Subconscious, just subconsciously talking about my future job prospects at a Spencer's Gifts kiosk in a mall. Yeah, so uh, dude, that could yeah, that could be an empire. You bring that back. True. Hopefully, like Warner Brothers, I, it didn't like crack down on it. Th- the other thing that happened this week was I got a Peloton. <laughs> Uh, Hell yeah, dude. And I did my first ride this morning, so it was weird. My entire house became a high-rise in downtown New York, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And, like, everything <laughs> became a glass wall, and I, I was like, this is dope. Uh, it was pretty sick. You suddenly work for, like, a tech investing or, like, an investment firm. Yeah, I became an investment, do. like, banker, and, I, <laughs> and like, it, it kept switching from high-rise apartment in New York City to, like, deep in the forests of Seattle with, like, a, like my still all-glass house. It was awesome. <laughs> I feel like you have to either be, like, at an investment firm or you work for BuzzFeed. That's, like, yeah, for some yeah, reason, exactly. the two things that come into my head. There's so many accessories. Like, my wife, w- like, got all the accessories. She had, like, wristbands and headphones and sweatshirts it's like the and peloton whip that like yeah attacks you when you're not yeah yeah the, actually she hired an assistant that comes in and <laughs> anytime that you're yeah if you're if you're uh your rate whatever your heart rate isn't above that certain number he's just <laughs> wailing on you he's just using a peloton brand to brand you yeah, yeah, yeah you're not going fast enough yeah he you get a big p on the back of your head <laughs> just a p <laughs> and then dot 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 this guy's slow <laughs> speed up loser so let's uh, talk today yes scones what are we talking about you're bringing something spicy We're spooky about a little story stinky? about jimmy stewart and the abominable snowman i love this fan <laughs> slick your hair back fan <laughs> let it fly So, Jimmy Stewart, well-known. So, for those of you who do If you've seen It's a Wonderful Life around the holidays, you know that black and white movie that your family likes watching and you're like, this is boring? That's Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, he's he's a big deal. Or if you've seen Bruce Almighty and like the, you want the moon, Mary? That's Jimmy Stewart. Mary. Yeah, (laughs) Mary, you want the moon? Mary. He has that weird voice, but he was like the most famous guy for like years. 
Yeah. What? Uh, and he. <laughs> He just has uh, one of those old timey film voices. He does. I don't know if it was the him or the like. That's just how he talked. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it was the. Dude, I just accidentally went full screen with my fucking browser. How did I accident? uh, Hit F eleven, baby. Hire me, dogs. If you need a dev. (laughs) (laughs) What if I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with my internet? (laughs) Can you fix it? This whole episode. Oh man. I my MongoDB database just blew up. I need somebody to come over and fix this no SQL thing. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, so let's Jimmy Stewart was a big fucking deal. This guy was like Brad Pitt back in the day, yeah. but he had a weird voice, and he's like, oh, "Money's not here in the bank. Yeah. It's a Bill's house, <laughs> Fred's house." Yeah, exactly. What's my money doing in your house, Fred? And then, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're reading from Hidden History. History. Hidden History. history, history was last history. week Hidden History? Oh, no, it was Ancient Origins. Yeah, a- another alliterative uh, mystery yeah. history. So this was an article by Lenny Flank on Hidden History. Oh! Uh, Yo, I Lenny assume... Flank and the Flenny Lanks, dude. Let's go. Yeah, this guy looks like he does some pretty cool traveling around the world, checking out historical mm. areas and wild stuff. Yo, just like um, if someone digs into this and like he's on some yeah, he was, he was on a list chat like our bad <laughs> from 2005 being yeah insane turns person, out he's I'm best sorry. friends with Kevin Spacey <laughs> yeah. we're, in a, we're a deep <laughs> the abominable snowman or yeti has long been one of the favorite subjects of cryptozoologists yeah those who study and search for unknown mystery animals over the decades true believers have searched what? the Himalayas for what a evidence. sweet definition hi I, I study and search for unknown mystery animals. Yeah, that's sick. Be I like, think I'd do that. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. It's like poaching, but like way cooler. <laughs> and one person who played an odd role in that story was Hollywood actor Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Mary. Mary. You want a Yeti, Mary? Mary. <laughs> See the world, Mary. I don't See a Yeti, Mary. Yeti's not in my house. <laughs> the Himalayan mountains in Nepal and Bhutan are some of the most remote and hostile areas on the planet. The local people who lived in the mountains, known as Sherpa, had legends of a mysterious hairy man-ape they called by various names, including... <laughs> Must suck to be just the kid at school who, like, it was just a... They were just bullying one guy. Look at and that then, fucking man-ape! Hey, look, it's the hairy man-ape! And then, yeah, like, one just, like, foreigners came and they're fast. like, yeah, <laughs> that's hairy man-ape. And they're like, what? A cryptid? They're like, what? We need to catch and kill that thing. <laughs> they're like, please do. So the man ape is known by various names, including Yeti, Meite Kangmi, <laughs> and Shukpa. Ooh. When British explorers and mountain climbers began trekking into the Himalayas in the late 19th and early 20th century, they heard the legends. Some of them began reporting large, apparently bipedal footprints in the snow and inhospitable mountain passes. Dope. Lawrence Waddell in 1899, Charles Howard Bury in 1921, and N.A. Tombazi, a member of the Royal Geographic Society, who in 1925 saw a large, hairy man-like creature at a distance on the glacier, then found footprints at the spot. <gasps> in the British press, the Mr. Creature was dubbed the Abominable Snowman. Who came so up with get Abominable? Who the was British, like... The British press. Which know, makes but... a lot of sense. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the British press would pull out a fucking right. Thing, like, we're a like they wouldn't just be like, "Holy shit, a big spooky ape." Also, if the Yeti was real, 
I cannot imagine the fear of being like, man, this is really hard. This mountain's really hard to climb, and the weather might kill me. And then off in the distance, you just see a fucking eight-foot-tall mystery man-ape. Like, I'd be like, yo, how do you, you sleep soup? that night? You're like, I don't know where he is. Hey, He's yo, up man, here with me. Hey, it's me and him. Is there, is there a Panera <laughs> nearby? <laughs> I need hot soup, Mr. Ape. That, <laughs> Mr. See, what Ape. if he was a friendly guy? Mr. Ape, could you bring me a uh, two for 20? Uh, I pick two. Different chain. <laughs> the most famous instance in Yeti lore happened in 1951. When oh, man. explorer. Eric Shipton, who was attempting to climb Mount Everest, a photographed no, he photographed a set of tracks in the snow with his ice axe providing scale, which his Sherpa guide attributed to the Yeti. What about like snowshoes? You know? Well they don't have like toes. Well, how do you know? It's true. <laughs> you don't know what they were like in eighteen fifty or whatever. Yeti Yeti feet snowshoes. There's probably some. Hold on. Yeti, Yeti feet, feet snowshoes. snowshoes. Yes, there are. Sports hey. stuff, monster, kids snowshoe for boys and girls. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Buy me a pair? Yep. And and my birthday is <laughs> in like a week or two, so just buy me a pair. The most famous instance in Yeti lore happened in 1951. Oh, no. I already said that. Sorry. Yeah. Sir Edmund when the Hillary. abominable snowman won the U.S. poker tour. <laughs> <laughs> It was proven he was not ordinary. <laughs> Sir Edmund Hillary, the first European to ascend Mount Everest, took an interest in the legend and arranged for the examination of a number of artifacts held in Buddhist monasteries claimed to be from a yeti, including a preserved scalp from an alleged skinning which were procured by an expedition sent to the area by the Daily Mail newspaper. I love so that they're like... newspapers <laughs> sending people... So they wait. Is the scalping from the Yeti scalp or from a human scalp that the Yeti scalped? No, uh, Yeti scalp. All right. Legend. So they just came back with the scalp. <laughs> They're like, "This is a fucking Yeti scalp." Give us all your money, Daily Mail. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, "Whoa!" What, Under what? examination, <laughs> the skin turned out to be a Tibetan bear. I, I, I was going to say <laughs> the scalp was from a cerro antelope. Hillary and the scientific community dismissed the Yeti as a legend. Sorry, I'm a little Damn. stuffy. Hey, same, dog. But there were those who still believed. In 1957, a Texan named Tom Slick, who had become wealthy in the oil business, so the most stereotypical Texan person you can think of, yeah, funded his own yeah, giant hat. expedition. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, or whatever gets excited, <laughs> firing off into the air. He's just the the he's Texas just, guy from The Simpsons. Uh, I was gonna go with uh, what's his face from Looney Tunes. Or yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, You're they're really coming up a lot today. Yeah, they are. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam. you looking for? I was like Sam, something Sam. I couldn't remember what it was. So anyway, Tom Slick funded his own private expedition to the Himalayas to search for evidence of the creature's existence. Slick also funded similar expeditions to Scotland to find the Loch Ness monster and to the Pacific <laughs> this, Northwest. So this guy's an Bigfoot. asshole. <laughs> He's just a rich dude who loves cryptids. Which yeah, right. He's like, fuck it. What else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. For many years, the Pangbosh Monastery in Nepal had been displaying a conical bit of skin in a shriveled, dried-out hand, said to be the scalp and hand of a yeti found dead in a cave. Why wouldn't they just take the f- whole yeti? Because, <laughs> dude. To prove you know that it exists. It is to fucking... 
I love that they're like, down a mountain, dude. take the scalp in the hand. It'll be enough <laughs> proof. Don't take any pictures and don't take the cargoes. Well, it's, it's, they probably didn't have cameras. The Sherpas in 1950s Nepal. I don't and know, dog. If it's an they might have like iPhone Yeti. 2s. When Peter Byrne, an Irish-American cryptozoologist who had been investigating the Bigfoot phenomenon before joining Slick's Yeti expedition, heard about the expeditions, and he went to the monastery and asked them, asked to have the relics scientifically examined. The monastery was reluctant since they depended uh, for most of their income on offerings from pilgrims who traveled there to see the holy relics. Printed accounts of what happened next are contradictory. In some versions of the story, Byrne arranged an opportunity to examine the Yeti hand alone and surreptitiously Wow, what a word. Switched out one of the finger bones, replacing it Ooh. with an ordinary human bone that he had <gasps> obtained from a London primatologist so that that theft would Wait. not be noticed. That primatologist is going to be pissed when he, lo- when he like, wakes like, up without a pinky. Ah, yes. Let me count my fingers. <laughs> Gorilla. <laughs> Every morning I wake up, all my toes are there. <laughs> Move up the body. He has like a drawer. Gorilla, orangutan, <laughs> chimpanzee. <gasps> human. It's gone. <laughs> Another Sound the alarm. Is it, he's, <laughs> now he's underwater in a submarine. <laughs> it's just, everything's turning red. His big mustache. Yeah. <laughs> in other versions, including Byrne's own account, Byrne was allowed by the monks to remove the Yeti finger bone for examination after making a donation to the monastery of 10,000 rupees, <laughs> which is about 100 British this pounds. This is a fucking grift, dude. Replacing it with a human finger at the monk's request to maintain its appearance. You know that, like, he was like, hey, could I borrow that finger? And they're like, uh, I don't know what finger you're talking about. Wink, wink, with, like, their hand, like, with their, like, open pocket. <laughs> bunch, of monks, <laughs> bunch of monks just, like, yeah. having a fucking, I don't even know what you'd call that. Just a wink, wink. I just a monk wink, wink. I lost wink. it. <laughs> yep. However, he obtained the Yeti finger. Byrne now faced the problem of how to get it back to London for examination. The Nepalese government had passed laws forbidding any Yetis from being killed or removed (laughs) from the country. What? That's That's crazy. That's fucking a protected species, dude. God damn. (laughs) Can you imagine being the, like, dude at TSA (laughs) in Nepal? Who's like, hey, <laughs> what's this thing? And you're like, oh, that's a Yeti finger. And they have to be like, <laughs> immediately pulling I've my been gun. training all <laughs> my life for this, baby. Get on the floor. Yeah, He's got Yetis. Fu- on the ground. He's got an abominable finger. Uh, Burn contacted Slick, so the oil guy, which is yep. an amazing name for an oil man, Yep. to ask for help. Slick, it turned out, had some extensive connections through his friendship with Howard Hughes. Uh, he had done some work previously for the CIA, and he also knew a who's who of Hollywood movie stars. So, Slick, if you're an oil man back then, you fucking know people, dude. Yep. Uh, one of Slick's friends was actor Jimmy Stewart. Mary. <laughs> Mary. Mary. Who at the? <laughs> you want a <laughs> finger, Mary? You want a Yeti <laughs> finger? <laughs> who at that very moment happened to be on vacation with his wife Gloria in Calcutta, India. So Slick and Byrne, who had smuggled the finger bones 
So Slick and Burn, who had smuggled the finger bones across the border from Nepal uh, in his backpack, met with Stewart at the Grand Hotel in Calcutta, where they explained the situation to the actor. Stewart was intrigued, and he and his wife agreed to That's smuggle the bones back hilarious. to London, avoiding what? customs by packing them in Gloria's lingerie case. This so is you have insane. a Yeti finger in Gloria Stewart's <laughs> <laughs> lingerie. Insane. That's crazy. That's bananas. The pilfered bone was then examined by another friend of Slick's, London primatologist Osmond Hill. Hill at Donny first Osmond. decided that the Yeti finger was actually from a human, but later changed his mind and concluded it was human-like. <laughs> okay. So he can't. He can't. Sounds human like a for human. sure. But he's. It's. It's definitely like one. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a finger. I like to think of myself as human-like almost. Dude, I like, you know, that's true. Aren't we all just a little human-like at the end of the day? Ugh. Ugh. Print it. Print it. Ship it. Live, laugh, love it. Clip it and ship it. Put it on your posters. Put it on your walls. The bone was then largely forgotten. When Hill died in 1976, the Yeti finger made its way to the museum collection of the Royal College of Surgeons. Okay. Where it was found in the archives in 2011. So you this would have been way cooler of, if this like, was like a monkey paw he, situation where just like bad luck befell <laughs> anyone who had the Yeti finger. Yeah. London primatologists accidentally said, oh, I wish, and then the finger disappeared. <laughs> then his dead wife came knocking. <laughs> <laughs> but she was not the same. Bum, bum, bum. Then we got like a cool like Pet cemetery style movie yep. i'm peter in. Byrne himself now 85 years old was astonished to learn that the finger still existed and when he was taken by investigators to see it in london confirmed that it was indeed the bone that he had removed from the yeti hand at Pangbosh half a century before arrangements were made to have the finger dna tested and the results were conclusive turns out the bone was that it was a hundred percent that bitch even when it's crying crazy <laughs> But the bone ended up being that of an ordinary human. Oh, in 1995, geez. the so... Yeti hand itself was stolen from Pangbosh Monastery. When the monks heard that the original finger had been rediscovered, they asked that it be returned. In the meantime, in 2010, New Zealand mountain climber Mike Alsop, who had visited the Pangbosh Monastery, arranged for a replica of the Yeti hand to be made by movie effects company Weta Workshops. Hell yeah. That'd be a sick gig. Well, do you know who Weta Workshops is? Yeah, they made C-3PO. No, but they did make all of the costumes and effects for, or, like, physical effects for the Lord of the Rings movies. I was close. Damn it. So, basically, there's probably an orc hand. (laughs) Yeah, that's just a Yeti finger. Well, a supposed Yeti finger. Or, like, an Urukai hand. Yeah. You know, I can't mix up orcs. Yeah, you don't want to, you can't do it. The caste system in that society is very strict. Forget about it. Orcs? They're all news, baby. You're done. It's they Urukai time, baby. They can't run in the sunlight like Urukai can. Meat's baby. back on the menu, boys. It's back, baby. And don't even get me started about goblins. It's oh different. Oh, my goodness. The wargs. We need more wargs. That's we all they say. We need more wargs. <laughs> I need more wargs. <laughs> Ick mine, I need wargs. It is not what the wargs can do for you. More references from pre-1980. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Let's get it. 
<laughs> this is that old news. And uh, anyway, a replica of the Yeti hand from Weta Workshop, and then he delivered it to the monastery. Alsop had also formed a nonprofit group called Return the Hand <laughs> to search for the original stolen Yeti hand so that it can be returned to Pangbosh. Damn. Dude, those yeah. those monks are like fucking dum-dums. Like, yo, Tony just sold a guy a dude's finger for 10K rubies. I mean, I think they said that, or I saw in a different source, that uh, like that is like a hundred times their usual like income for the monastery yeah, I for bet. the year. I wouldn't be surprised. They mostly live off just like charity and whatever. Do you think Jimmy Stewart's like... Oh, grew up like when they've learned they're like dude we just had like some rando's finger in your like underwear yeah i don't know old hollywood like that golden age of hollywood i feel like they're all such sickos and weirdos yeah like jack parsons was there like that yeah. that was the crowd that rolled around together so even though like paul newman was probably a cool guy i can't prove that he wasn't doing weird dark magic like sex magic shit honestly it was the fi- fuck the fifties is Hashtag. used to be like the motto of this podcast season one. That's that yeah, basically. So, uh, well, that's crazy that somehow Jimmy Stewart got roped into this. I feel like this would be a good movie for like, like Wes Anderson to make, just like wacky, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. Just get Weird Al in there. He's, he just came out with a movie. I'm going to do another one. You can do yeah, this. Yeah, it's only on the Roku <laughs> channel, which I don't have. I really want to yeah. see it. i figure out how to get it. Die, listen, you come by my place. I, got it. I can get you. You got a Roku channel, dude? Yeah, let's just say hey, I can't. He's I got, doing all right. My guy's doing all let's right. Let's just say I got laid off for a reason. I got a lot of DVDs. All right? <laughs> I have started purchasing movies on my Amazon account because they're my favorite movies. And sometimes just like they're not on any streaming. It's a perfect system. Well, or they're like, it's like, oh, yeah, all these movies are on streaming platforms, but they're all on Showtime or something that I don't fucking have. I'm like, dude, Quibi hasn't been around for like years. And that's the only place I can see this? What are you talking about? So I'm kind of just moving backwards into buying all my favorite movies. Hey, that's, that's, uh, it comes full circle, you know? Pretty soon sure we're does. gonna have Betamax tapes, and it's gonna be. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna, gonna be have two about tunes. Tooth, dude, dude, you can't. Or, uh, we can't the start the music. Clips the, uh, yeah, like, I was uh, hit clips. Yes, hit clips. I can listen like, to the same forty seconds. I feel like Lizzie McGuire was <laughs> on like every song. hit clip. Yeah, for some she, in my head, she made her money. In Hillary it. Duff She's made got that, that hit clip money. money. That hit clip money. <laughs> Yo, step aside, Gatsby. We got old Hillary old money. Duff hit clip. Ernest. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, let's find that. Let's hear it. How much did you... Oh, oh, no. Even better. I found a hit clip Hillary Duff, why not, factory seal, Ooh. baby, <gasps> on, How much? on uh, eBay. <laughs> How much it cost? Let's see. It is... If it's under 50 bucks. It's 20 bucks. There's also an <sighs> original Simpsons hit clip. For twelve ninety nine. Now you needed the actual device to play them, right? Uh, Like, didn't they go into like a a, a, like a some kind of interface of some sort? Includes carry case for the hit clip disc, (laughs) but not the hit clip. Yeah. Can we just get wicked like dripped out in nineties? Like, 
We'll have like laser tag vests, hit clips in our ears. Okay, I found a hit clip for. No, the Scones is sitting right now with like a flipped up green visor, like with a bunch of like numbers and stuff on his screen, like a business guy who like. Yeah, just like. But it's all for hit clips. Fresh Prince playing in the background. Uh, I found a, a, a hit clip. It's been open though for fifteen dollars. Hmm. I don't know. They might have tampered with my clip. <laughs> oh no! I have a sealed hit clip with Backstreet Boys, and it's the uh, Groove Machine model. Ooh. Mini Matt. Groove Mini Mach- Mike snaps Mini into Mike the holder, and the so boys? it's got a little microphone that you can sing into. That's sick. It's like dude. the size of like a. A pin yeah, that dude. you can just say it. I just found a hit clip of Nixon admitting to all of the Watergate scandal. This is crazy, dude. They got hit clips for everything. The hilarity. <laughs> <laughs> got the Zapruder film audio. Yeah. This is insane. <laughs> Shit is high fidelity. Dude, there's a hit clips robot player. That's sick. I want to see you. So, Dars is 6'4". I want to see you with a mini mic <laughs> hit clips. Just the proportions just oh. hilarious. Just wacky proportions. Big man and a, with a little mic. Do you think? Do you think the uh, listeners think about how tall we are? <laughs> I hope so. I hope they wonder that every day. Yeah, uh, I'm <laughs> six four. Scones is four six. It's a real hilarious dynamic. <laughs> wow. Uh, Scones always asks me for uppies. <laughs> yeah, I sit on two book, uh, two uh, yellow pages. <laughs> yep, it's a whole thing. You would not um, well, believe that... the mess I have to go through to get yellow pages nowadays. <laughs> are, are they free? Uh, they were just left at your door back in the day. Yeah. Like, they just uh, showed Maybe up. You need to request them now. Let me see. Maybe. How many hit clips does it take to to counteract the height difference, you think? Like, if you sat what on you 50 mean? hit clips, would that equate to a phone book? You would need a good amount of hit clips. Are they in right. the package? <laughs> they got a little bit of plastic in between, too? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Factory seal, of course. Of course. Of yeah, course. I would need a lot. <laughs> uh, guys, thanks for lot. coming by. <laughs> uh, I got to get back to the job hunt. Yeah, what so, you want? A podcast, Mary? <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this wacky tra- wacky time down <laughs> Yeti Mountain. Uh, check out our Twitter, Pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, MondayMorningMacabre.com for our Patreon, our merch, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, We love you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) 